This is correspondent Rebecca Mueller for WFHB, and I'm speaking today with Dan Shaver. Dan, would you like to introduce yourself for our listeners? Sure. My name is Dan Shaver. I work for the Nature Conservancy in Indiana. I'm the project manager for a program called the Brown County Hills Project. It's a landscape scale forest conservation program that covers Brown County and parts of the six surrounding counties. And Dan, I understand that professionally you're a forester, correct? Yes. I graduated from Purdue in 1994, and I've been practicing forestry and wildlife management ever since. Dan, I'm wondering how the profession of forestry informs your views on the forest today or environmental issues in general. What kind of insights are you getting? Yeah, the profession of forestry has changed a lot over the last few decades. Traditionally, forestry was all about managing stands of trees. How do we manage the forest to produce timber that we can harvest and use for timber production? It has switched a lot over the last few decades. It's much more holistic now. There's much more emphasis on ecology, paying attention to how forest management impacts the birds, the amphibians, the reptiles, how the forest management influences the ecology of the forest. It's really taken a big turn in the last couple decades, and for me, it's been very exciting. That's very interesting. Do you feel like you have a niche interest in any of these areas? Do you know a lot about a particular kind of tree or a particular kind of habitat? What are your specialties? Yeah, my specialty, my career has been spent in the forested hills of southern Indiana for the most part. I did work on a state forest in southern Indiana for about five years. Then I spent five years in northern Indiana working on private lands, managing private forests. In the last 15 years, I've worked with the Nature Conservancy in the Brown County Hills. And so I am most comfortable stomping around the, the Oak Hickory Woodlands and the Beech Maple Coves of the Brown County Hills. wonder if you could speak a little bit more about this forest bank and your work with private landowners. What are their main concerns and what are their goals for their own private forests? Yeah, the Forest Bank is a program the Nature Conservancy started about 15 years ago. And in the early history of the Nature Conservancy, we were all about preservation, buying and protecting land, setting them aside, preserving them. And we got to the point where in order to protect the number of acres that we wanted to protect, we needed to come up with new strategies. And so the Nature Conservancy started embracing sustainable forest management, sustainable agriculture, sustainable fisheries, trying to find more ways to work with private landowners and indigenous people to do more conservation and find an economic incentive to get those private landowners to participate. So the Forest Bank was created to do just that, get more acres protected, manage the timber sustainably, provide an economic incentive for landowners to keep their property forested, and provide that income back to the landowner. You also mentioned how do the goals of private landowners impact how we manage the forest and what we do, and that's a huge part of being a forester because the landowner is your client, so you meet with them, you find out what their goals and objectives are, and then you try to look at the forest itself and try to see how can I make that landowner's goals fit with the ecology of the forest. And sometimes you have to do a fair amount of work trying to convince the landowner of a different path to get to their goals, but to make sure that you're not compromising the integrity or the ecology of the forest. Do you do anything with forest replacement or regeneration? Do people ever have a fallow field and want to turn it back into forest? And can you work with that as a forester? We do. It's pretty amazing in Indiana when you look at the history of our forests and how many acres were at one time forested. About 85% of the state was forest land. In the early 1900s, we got down to about 6 or 7% forest land. 
And today we're at about 20% forest land. A lot of that increase in forest land over time was natural succession. People quit farming, they abandoned lands, and it came back into trees. But a lot of it was reforested. There was programs from the 30s all the way through today where we're helping landowners reforest areas, planting native species back into fallow fields or less productive agricultural land to try to regrow the forest and establish more forest. Just mentioned the controversy of the recent logging of Yellowwood. Were you involved in any of those decisions in your work? The Nature Conservancy is has been paying attention and been involved with the concern over timber harvesting on public lands. As we manage the areas that we're concerned with in Indiana, they tend to be those areas that surround public lands. So we have been involved in that issue. Uh, we've provided comments to our board. We've worked with our boards to develop uh, position statements on how the Nature Conservancy views harvesting on public lands. And then we've shared those statements with uh, people with the state forest and state government to let them know where we sit on that issue. Great. And what does the Nature Conservancy think about that kind of harvest? Yeah, the Nature Conservancy, when it comes to sustainable forest management, we see it as a very viable conservation tool one that is critically important in Indiana when it comes to disturbance-dependent species. So we have certain plants and animals in Indiana that thrive on forest disturbance. They used to do well when there was natural fire in Indiana. They do well in areas that are hit by tornadoes. Today, with our reduced timber base in Indiana, forest base in Indiana, we see timber harvesting as a way to mimic those natural disturbances and create habitat for those species like golden wing warblers or yellow-breasted chats that need young and healthy forest. And so we've come out and stated publicly that we think the state forest being certified by the Forest Stewardship Council, which is a third-party forest certification group, a global organization, it's the premier certification group in the world, they are following standards that certify they are sustainable. And in doing so, the state is doing forest management in a way that benefits certain wildlife species. Uh, it benefits the forest in Indiana. And overall, they're doing a great job. So if there's members of the public that are concerned about forests and forest protection, um, what advice would you give them? Would you tell them to connect with a particular program or how would they educate themselves? How might they dig more into the, the science behind forestry here in Indiana? Yeah, there's a number of good resources out there that landowners can look up or work with to find out more about forest management. One of the best publications in Indiana, and I'm a little bit biased in this because I work to develop this publication, but it's called the Woodland Steward Newsletter. It's a free newsletter that's available to any landowner in Indiana. We currently mail it out to about 32,000 landowners three times a year. And it is put together by volunteers from uh, the Nature Conservancy, the Hoosier National Forest, State Parks, the Woodland Owners Association, soil and water conservation districts. There's about uh, 10 different member organizations that contribute content to it. And it's available online. People can download it and find that newsletter. And it's a great tool. It covers everything from uh, birds and small mammals to timber harvesting to the economics of forestry. It's a very well done and popular newsletter. Great. Well, thank you so much. Again, I'm speaking today with Dan Shaver from the Nature Conservancy 
And thank you so much, Dan, for coming in to share insights about your profession and about our forest resources here in Indiana. Appreciate it. You're welcome. For WFHB, I'm Rebecca Mueller.